Good morning, everybody, and welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. My name is Vince Taglavia, your host, and we are live every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to talk about the news and events of the world in the U.S., around the world, all the things, politics, social, wars, everything. So welcome, good morning, hope you're doing well. I'm so happy to be back. Day number two, February 7th, 2023. It's Tuesday. Barely starting our weeks, but we're going. Oh, Willow, morning from Havasu. Awesome. Hope it's nice and warm over there. Havasu. I love Havasu. Enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. And it looks like everyone's piling in here. Grandma Revolt. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you indeed. We've got Politics, some things. Oops, so sorry about that. We've got some things happening today. It is the State of Delusion address later from uh, President Joe Biden himself. So that'll be a great embarrassment, and we'll see all the clips from that. I don't want to even watch it live. Maybe I will. We'll see what the heck's going on there. But we'll have some... Uh, coverage of that later today and we'll see what the hell he says how he embarrasses embarrasses himself and all that that'll be good state of delusion um well and then we just have some you know little news here and there to talk about until then and uh hey poon slayer good morning good to see you welcome thank you for joining over there on foxhole and uh, also, shout out to everybody who's listening to the audio who I cannot see, but you are there. Thank you guys for listening <clears throat> across the interwebs. Well, oh, that was weird. All right. Sorry about that. Let's go ahead and see what the heck's going on. We had um, Donald Trump post a video yesterday um, relating to the China spy balloon. It was pretty good. So I thought we'd start with this video by Trump or Trump's team, or I don't know who put this together, but Trump tweeted it. So let's see what this was. China sent a balloon to spy on Americans. Biden waited seven days to shoot it down. This is what it captured. So all the people just crossed? Containers piled high at the ports of L.A. and Long Beach. Shocking new video, Times Square, New York City. An unhinged man punching a four-year-old boy in broad daylight. It's happening at grocery stores across the country. Store shelves nearly empty. Crime is constant and has become a part of everyday life. These migrants are refusing to leave. Enough is enough. This is Joe Biden's America. Only you can stop a nation in decline. Trump, make America great again, 2024. Oh, this was paid for by the Donald J. Trump for presidency, 2024, incorporated. Donald Trump, donaldjtrump.com. Trump posted that just 15 hours ago. Pretty awesome. It was a nation in decline. That is what the China balloon saw when it flew over America. Ah, What a disgrace. And what an interesting uh, event to unfold. 
lots of theories going on about what the heck that was and what it means and none of it's none of it's good <clears throat> that's for sure none of it's good but let's move onward we'll talk a little bit here about the financial world we're exper we're expecting some information today on this further days just getting started things are kind of unrolling but janet yellen she's always wrong she's paid millions of dollars to be wrong this person said and uh, let's just take a look you know we really can't believe anything anybody says these days doesn't matter like that's why uh, the red pill project motto is don't believe anything anybody says it's because people just say whatever the hell they want regardless of uh consequences there really are none um i guess the consequences are finally starting to catch up maybe with uh reputation and people actually waking up but there's not really that much accountability or anything so people just lie their asses off including yelling so let's just watch this what are we talking about here and this is a problem people listen to these people and they believe it well, look, you don't have a recession when you have 500,000 jobs and the lowest unemployment. Look, well, look, you don't have a recession when you have 500,000 jobs and the lowest unemployment rate in more than 50 years. Wrong. Janet, you are having some serious memory issues because if you look at past recessions, many of them had low unemployment right before the recessions hit. In 2007, right before the global financial crisis, the unemployment rate was 4.4%. In 2000, right before the dot-com bubble burst, it was 3.9%. In 1969, when Nixon took office and then there was a really big recession the following year, the unemployment rate was 3.5%. Now, I'm not saying we're going to have some huge crash here, but there's some seriously deep-rooted issues in today's economy when you still have headlines like these. More than half Americans... Well... Yeah, great for this person for pointing that out. The headline that she said is a problem is more than half Americans... Uh, more than half of Americans raking $100,000 or more are living paycheck to paycheck. Okay, well... It's good that people are calling this stuff out over on the TikTok, which, by the way, is uh, people aren't too big of fans of because it's, uh, China is collecting people's data from there. But I guess there's uh, people posting good videos on there as well. But, man, um, this is a problem. We have record unemployment or just massive unemployment. We're seeing stories every day of large companies laying people off and it's, it's a struggle out there for a lot of people man um and here we go uh more on this kind of misinformation regarding finance from uh shtfplan.com don't be stupid the u.s economy actually lost 2.5 million jobs last month this was originally posted by the economic collapse blog this person says, I can't take it anymore. Fake numbers that are released by the government get turned into fake news by the corporate media, and many Americans don't even realize that they're being conned. Major news outlets all over the country are breathlessly trumpeting the blockbuster jobs report as if it's a sign from heaven that good economic times are ahead. We're being told that the U.S. economy added 517,000 jobs last month, but that isn't true. Sadly, the truth is 
that the U.S. economy actually lost 2.5 million jobs in January. Yes. You read that correctly. So how in the world does a loss of 2.5 million jobs become a gain of 517,000 jobs? Every month, government bureaucrats apply adjustments to the numbers that they believe are appropriate, and at this point, their adjustments have become so absurd that they have turned the monthly employment report into a total farce. Yeah, they just lie. They lie, they lie, they lie, and they twist and they turn and they, they're they crooked and gross and there's no consequences. So be careful. Can't trust anything. You guys can't even trust what I'm saying. Imagine that. Man, it's true. You can't. Who knows what I'll say? I might say something crazier than what they're saying. Anyway, we need to use discernment. Be careful. Um... <clears throat> yeah, RJ Pi says, does anyone else notice anything unusual about the earthquake in Turkey? Looks totally fake to me. Yeah, it's definitely suspect. It seems uh, peculiar um, because of the timing with World War III commencing and these alliances and all this. It seems very odd to me. Um, definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, on the financial front... Uh, how does the average American afford a home? I don't know. Well, congratulations to anybody who is locked into a home and can afford it still, uh, because now it's a lot more difficult than it was in the recent past. Let's take a look at this uh, data here. Home prices are up 38% since 2019. The average mortgage rate is up 50% since 2019. The result... A home is 50% more expensive than it was two years ago. How does the average American afford a home? They don't. That's how. They don't. Or they save up more money and then, uh, you know, it takes them longer to acquire. Uh, yeah. So how do they get the homes? Ah. <sighs> Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What a shame. What a shame. Um, what else we got here? This was funny. I, it's not really funny, you guys. This really sucks and it's depressing, but you know, we laugh because either we laugh or we cry. So movie theater, movie theater chain AMC entertainment is implementing higher ticket prices with a new three tiered pricing based on how easy it is to see the screen from your seat. <laughs> Can you believe this? This is crazy to me. This is just absolutely crazy. Let's see what the heck's going on here. Breitbart reported this. <laughs> it's just, just, they called it Inflation Nation. AMC Theaters hiking ticket prices with the screen sightline pricing. My gosh. <laughs> calling the plan sightline amc the chain will charge more for seats that are in the preferred sightline of the screen and less for third tier seats in the wings or in the first rows the second tier is being defined as standard sightline the preferred seats are generally those in the middle of the theater where viewers don't have to sit sideways or crane their necks to enjoy the show the new ticket prices will not be charged to sub a stubs a list members who will be automatically given the top tier seats to encourage customers to join the program um okay okay so what are the prices anyway 
The Sightline at AMC pricing plan is set to be rolled out in select theaters as a test run. The chain did not reveal a list of participating locations. The initial rollout is expected to continue throughout 2023. This is kind of a really small story. I just thought it was funny. Um, they recently, AMC recently sold a stake in its company to Saudi Arabian entertainment company, Saudi Entertainment Ventures 7, for $30 million cash infusion to help prop up the financially troubled chain. The company then handed over its theaters to, in Saudi Arabia to 7 as part of the deal. Uh, they're not going to tell us the exact prices, are they? No, they're not. No, I wonder, you know, they're probably not cutting the prices. Or, you know, they're probably... Uh, it's stupid, man. So silly. Back in my day, man. I like sitting in the back. Um, yeah, I usually sit in the back of the theater top just that's what i do <sighs> well i don't know that's just me so i guess my tickets would be cheaper if i went to amc i don't go to these big big chains though actually what did i see i saw a movie recently uh shoot what did i go see i totally forgot um well i did see avatar and i thought it was actually pretty good those blue people blue lives matter um, I thought it was all right. A good storyline. I, I didn't see any crazy woke stuff. Uh, at least I didn't notice any crazy woke stuff. So that was cool. But I saw another movie. What the heck was it? Um, I don't remember. Forget about it. But the theater's kind of cool. It's just it sucks that it's so corrupt and woke and creepy. And then they have all these weird shows. But <laughs> Jenica, a little hanky panky in the theater. No. <laughs> I never understood that, but okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good morning. All right, let's move on here. Let's talk about the U.S. State of the Union <coughs> or the State of Delusion 2023. Biden is to highlight proposals to add online protections for children. You know, online protections for children. Yeah, I think that this is probably in the right lane of things, but how about this? Keep the kids off the internet. Keep the kids, protect the kids. We'll see what the heck he's going on about this here on the Washington Examiner. President Joe Biden will focus on protecting the data of children and teenagers in his State of the Union address Tuesday night, a move that echoes efforts by Congress to enact stronger privacy protections for families. The White House said on Tuesday that Biden will push for social platforms to put a heavier emphasis on protecting the data of teenagers, including a ban on target advertising aimed at minors. He will also call for measures to strengthen data privacy and platform transparency for people of all ages. There you go. There's the trick right there. Hey, we're just announcing something to protect the children. By the way, it's also kind of protecting everybody. We're protecting you. Take the protection. Take the protection. It's a scam. Quote. Um... Platforms and other interactive digital service providers should be required to prioritize the privacy and well-being of young people above profit and revenue in their product design, including safety by design standards and practices for online platforms, products, and services, the White House stated in a fact sheet. Republicans and Democrats in Congress have weighed legislation along the lines of what Biden is set to highlight. Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican of Tennessee, has, authorized, has authored the Kids Online Safety Act, which would force platforms such as Facebook and Twitter to turn on the highest privacy features for underage users by default. While the bill, while the bill was proposed in the final months of the last term, it failed to gain momentum in the Senate. They want 
to mess with the interwebs. Look, why does the why does the government want to just put their hands in everything? We need to control the information you guys are getting online. We need to protect the children. You know, when they get home from their child-friendly drag shows, we need to be careful what data is being put out there on the internet. All right, they do not care about the children. This is a scam. They're trying to use that as an in to pass their other bullshit. <sighs> that's my theory there. That's my theory. I'm just going out on, going out on a limb and saying that's my that's my thoughts of what the hell's happening here. They don't care about the children. They don't. If they cared about the children, they wouldn't have a pedophile steal the election. Alleged pedophile. That's his niece's words, not mine. Alleged Okay. Anyway, what else? State of delusion. Holy mackerel. This is the world we live in, people. Wonderland. What else? Uh, this was a wild story I haven't had the chance to cover. Uh, it's been, you know, a few days at least. Fox News reported New Jersey Councilwoman Eunice, Eunice Dwumfor shot dead outside home in a despicable criminal act. This is the kind of crime that we're seeing in America, and it's just kind of going unnoticed. Have you guys heard of this story? Because I haven't heard very many people talking about this. People are being murdered outside their homes, and then life is just going on. Hello, New Jersey. Fox News. Sayreville Councilwoman Eunice Dwumfor found dead inside vehicle outside apartment with multiple gunshot wounds. Uh, this was reported on February 2nd, 2023. A local councilwoman in New Jersey was killed during a shooting outside her home Wednesday evening, according to officials. Uh... Eunice Wumfor, a Republican, was 30 years old and described by Mayor Victoria Kilpatrick, Kilpatrick as dedicated member of our, our borough council who was truly committed to serve all of our residents. A 911 call reported shots fired around 7.22 p.m. The Middlesex County Prosecutor's Office said a female identified by New Jersey Globe reporter David Wildstein as one four was found dead in her vehicle with multiple gunshot wounds. This is an active and ongoing investigation. Anyone with information or surveillance footage of the area is asked to call Detective Rebecca Morales of the Sarryville Police Department, 732-727-4444, or another detective, <clears throat> the prosecutor's office said. Yeah. Um, this is her, Eunice Dwumfor. And, uh, quote, on behalf of the New Jersey Republican State Committee, I'd like to express our horror and deepest sorrow at the senseless violence that claimed the life of a Sarahville councilwoman you used to one for. Chairman Bob Huggins said in a press release, we will remember Eunice for her steadfast dedication to the community, as well as her deep and abiding Christian faith. We have the utmost confidence that law enforcement will bring the perpetrators of this heartbreaking tragedy to justice. God bless Councilwoman Dwumfor and her family. I wonder what she was about. Obviously, she was Republican. I wonder what else she was working on. What else did she know? Is this a murder for hire? 
Why? Was there anything stolen? Was it a burglary? What the heck's going on? I want to know more. This is crazy stuff, man. This is the world we live in now in America. This is like, you know, when I hear someone talk about the FBI, like when I was a kid, I'd hear the FBI and I was like, cool, that's really great. They're like spies and all this cool stuff and law enforcement and woohoo, great. Now I hear it and I'm like, ooh, you mean like the KGB? Like, you know, that's what I think. I think of mafia. I think of criminals. I think of murders. I think of things like this that are suspicious uh, shootings that could potentially just be murders for hire or whatever even if it's a senseless random murder which never really happens there's no hardly ever a senseless random murder except sometimes like gangs have initiations and stuff that are can be random but most of the time there's a motive there's a reason and uh this is a disgrace to see happening in america poor woman rest in peace missed one four um yeah, I think that uh, this just this. I think it's like some mafia stuff. I honestly do. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, and she's black too. No cry out from BLM. Yeah, Nikki, good point. No cry out from BLM. What is going on? This is a crime against black people. Hello. What happened? What happened? My goodness. What else we got? DeSantis, he always has a way of making people say, what the F? Um, there's some questionable things that DeSantis has done. And look, let's face it. All of these politicians have done things where you're saying, what the hell? Or I am. Even Trump, I wonder, I'm like, why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? And, you know, some of the things I can't just, I, I don't understand. But DeSantis as well. Here's another thing that happened. Uh, um, one of the things I think had to do with, uh, in the beginning, a couple years ago, had to do with the pandemic and, and, and just things that he allowed to happen. I don't remember precisely, but there's just some suspect things coming from Florida DeSantis. Oh, I think it had to do with the COVID and the vaccines or something. Um, basically, um, taking people's rights based on their decision, medical decisions or something like this, right? I don't recall. If you guys remember, let me know. But anyway, here's another one. Um, let's just, I think there's a video here. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> oh, DeSantis, why is our government so corrupt? Thank you. Okay, also joining us here today is Libby Locke. She's a partner at Claire Locke LLP and uh, is a extraordinaire when it comes to First Amendment defamation. So, Libby. Thank you, Governor, for having me and putting... Thank you. Okay, so he just was having some kind of discussion and he introduced Libby Locke. She... He called her an extraordinaire at First Amendment defamation law, but she is one of the lawyers representing Dominion voting machines against Mike Lindell, uh, Giuliani, and other conservatives. So what the heck is going on? And I know this is out of context. I'd like to hear the rest of the conversation, but I just think it's interesting that this is somebody he's having a conversation with and it introduces them as, quote, extraordinaire at First Amendment defamation law. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It's Maybe it's just not a big deal and I'm being a dick, but... It's just weird. It's just weird. 
How's everyone ready for Joe Biden's speech? Yeah, Black Jester, I can't wait. Oh my gosh. We're going to see a lot of good clips later. Um, hope he makes it through. I don't know what to say. I don't know why I said that, but okay. Um, apparently, they've installed a fence around the Capitol ahead of Biden's State of Delusion speech. So that's always interesting to see happen. I wonder what the heck. I mean, it's probably nothing. I think this is... Um, probably a psychological thing and uh i don't know i guess this is just how we work now ever since the uh great coup and the big lie the fence has gone back up around the capitol building ahead of biden's state of delusion address on tuesday night this is the same fencing democrats put up after january 6th despite their claims that walls don't work and are even racist they also halted construction of the wall at the southern border but it seemed that walls are okay when democrats need them Here's Benny Johnson uh, talking about the hypocrisy of the walls and the fences. Um, Fox News reports the Biden administration and congressional Democrats called the southern border wall costly and ineffective. Okay, they just go into the, uh, the delusion of the crazy leftists and their walls. Hopefully there's no uh, rioting or craziness or who knows who the hell they're going to call uh, their... Uh, chaos agents funded by soros or you know these cool groups like blm and antifa and other soy boys and girls from around the country and yeah yes state government interference in their health as enforcing vince rock on thanks grandma grandma revolt um we have good news in California. 131 victims have been rescued in a massive pedophile ring bust. News Punch reported this. This makes me happy, you know, because we go through day by day and it seems so bleak. Nothing good is happening. Um, the truth is coming to light, but there's no accountability. But then once in a while, we see a big story like this. And it makes you think, okay, so there are people doing good things here and there. Yeah, good. News Punch reported, massive pedophile ring busted in California, 131 victims rescued. This was reported yesterday. Police have busted a massive pedophile ring in California with 368 people arrested. 131 victims rescued. Uh, Los Angeles Police Department Chief Michael Moore told reporters, quote, We know that the sex trade is a prolific one that exists throughout this state and throughout our nation. It's an ugly scar against this great country that exists too oftentimes in plain sight. Indeed. Wow. Victims of human trafficking include ages ranging from 13 to 52, including children. Traffickers are master predators. They're on the hunt for vulnerable kids and adults, he said. My God. This is just a terrible thing. But, you know, I guess people are working on it behind the scenes and they do make these big arrests, which is good. That's so many. That is so many people. It blows my mind. But, wow. Let's take the wins when we can because they are few and far between. And we're going to have a... You know, a day of probably a lot of losses. Any day Joe opens his mouth, you can expect just nothing good. What else do we have here? Mm. 
<laughs> the New York Times published an article totally just bashing Kamala Harris. And they're trying to do damage control. It's pretty funny. I, and it's an interesting thing to see. Nobody likes Kamala. She's vice president, which means uh, if Joe Biden mysteriously passes away, she becomes commander-in-chief, the first woman president to not be elected. What an accomplishment that would be. Um, but uh, it's just an interesting thing to see the narrative go this way, especially from the fake news, the New York Times. Why are they putting this narrative out there? Are they just, do they not intend on putting Kamala in there or do they want an easy way to kind of get her the hell out of there? Um, they want, I think they are always trying to control the public perception of what the hell's going on and of uh, people and things to control the narrative and to control the people. So let's see what the heck they're saying. The Western Journal reported that uh, the Biden administration is imploding as the New York Times turns on Kamala Harris. Uh, can't think of one thing she's done. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris has earned the rare distinction of being a powerful elected Democrat and losing the full support of the New York Times. The paper ran a piece on Monday where numerous party sources told readers how they really feel. The so-called paper of record has solidified itself as, a as the Democratic Party's most powerful digital mouthpiece over the recent decades, so it's almost unthinkable. In a story assigned to three reporters, the paper reported Harris's allies are tired of waiting for her to define her vice presidency. Quote, Miss Harris is struggling to carve out a lane for herself in what may be one of the most consequential periods in the vice presidency, the report said. But the painful reality for Miss Harris is that in private conversations over the last few months, dozens of Democrats in the White House, on Capitol Hill, and around the nation, including some who helped put her on the party's 2020 ticket, said she has not risen to the challenge of proving herself as a future leader of the party, much less the country. I can't think of one thing she's done except stay out of the way and stand beside him at certain ceremonies, the donor said. Yeah, so they just go on. They shit all over Kamala. It's pretty funny. Um, Kamala's useless, and she's used to it. It's fine, and the truth is coming out, and I don't know why, but I guess we'll just have to keep watching what the heck happens. Kamala, she's cackled. She's mastered her cackle. That's about all she's done. Um, here we have a man elected to chair the Democratic Women's Group. This is crazy. This is just the uh, men can be women and women can be men delusion that we have going on. The Western Journal reported this. It's just And I'm back. Sorry about that, you guys. Uh, okay. We good? Sounds like a Babylon B headline, but it's not. So let me go back to what that is. I'm just checking. Is DLive not working? Come on, DLive. You can do it. Dang it. This is why live streams are so challenging. Okay, let's see. Come on, DLive. You can do it. All right, we're good. We're back. Sorry about that, everybody. So we have this happening in Rhode Island. 
The Democratic Party of Rhode Island is so progressive that it has elected a man to lead the state Democratic Women's Caucus. At first, this may seem like a Babylon Bee headline, but unfortunately, that is not satire. It is actually real life. On January 27th, the Providence Journal reported that the party had chosen 75-year-old Rev. Donnie Anderson, a man who identifies as a woman, to lead the caucus. Quote, if you choose me to be your next executive, you will make a statement that the world about my community. Wait, you will make a statement to the world about my community, he said when running. There are young people and adults who live so deeply in the shadows they are almost unknown because they don't see people like them in public positions. Anderson currently serves as pastor at Pilgrim United Church of Christ in New Bedford, Massachusetts. They go on to say um, basically that he's a groomer and uh, I'm paraphrasing, but they're like, they talk about, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but they talk about how he's, you know, he wants kids to be able to chop their um, genitals and their men and women parts off and all this crazy stuff. Um, he's just, this is nonsense, nonsensical craziness. But anyway, let's move on here. I think we have another uh, semi-related story about this uh, trans movement going on. Uh this this uh, men can be women and mi- women can be men uh, delusion. Um, let's see here. Yeah, trans lives matter. They call it. You remember Black Lives Matter? <laughs> well, now there's trans lives matter people, and uh, I bet most of them probably aren't even trans. It's probably just a lot of woke people that are like, I'm protesting for my trans friend. <sighs> Gosh. Well, they occupied the Oklahoma Capitol to protest a bill. That bill was criminalizing genital mutilation of minors. And they did not like that. The Post-Millennial wrote an article about it. This People are calling it a transurrection because they stormed the Oklahoma Capitol. But uh, that's transphobic. Don't say transurrection. How dare you? Um. Oh, there is a video. Let's go to Twitter see what they say. Okay, so yeah, here they are, and they're uh, you know, there's dozens of them. And they do not want protections for children. No. Um, the Milestone Act would prohibit Oklahoma doctors from providing gender dis- transition procedures or referral services relating to such procedures to anyone under the age of 26. Okay. So it's not even banning this. If you're over 26, they think, okay, you know, you want to, like, mutilate your body and do weird procedures, go ahead. But if you're not that old... Like, if you're a child or a teenager, how about, you know, you wait. You wait until maybe your brain's fully developed and you kind of maybe aren't brainwashed or, you know, you're not making decisions that are ruining your life forever. Um, hmm, what a novel idea. But dozens of people are against this. Ridiculous. They're, they're going to try to 
stop this stuff, but we're pushing it through. We're not allowing this craziness. Like, come on, you know, kids can't get tattoos. Kids can't drink alcohol, uh, vote, do a lot of things, drive. Why are they going to get the option to, um, mutilate themselves? Um, they're not, that's, that's the thing. So, um, Former Twitter executives will testify on the Hunter Biden laptop censorship this month. I think tomorrow. Let's take a quick look at this. Reclaimthenet.org reported. Three former Twitter executives will testify before the House Oversight and Accountability Committee on the platform's decision to suppress the New York Post's reporting about the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. A few weeks before the November 2020 election, the committee announced that it will hold a hearing titled Protecting Speech from Government Interference and Social Media Bias Part 1, Twitter's Role in Suppressing the Biden Laptop Story. The hearing will feature testimony from Twitter's former head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, the former chief legal officer, Vajaya Gad, or Gad, and former deputy general counsel, James Baker. Uh, February 8th, 2023 at 10 a.m. We'll see what they have to say. Americans deserve answers about this attack on the First Amendment and why big tech and the swamp colluded to censor this information about the Biden family selling access for profit. Accountability is coming, said committee chair uh, James Comer. Internal documents released by CEO Elon Musk via independent journalist Matt Taibbi revealed communication between Twitter employees that led to censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The documents, dubbed Twitter files, have fueled claims by Republicans of social media's bias against conservative viewpoints. We'll see if this is a nothing burger or if anything comes of this, but it's a development, I suppose. So many developments, so little accountability in this war. But this is a good thing, I suppose. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Nikki is pissed at how men seem to be taking over women communities. One more way to control women. Yeah, you know, um, men are now more feminist than women. So I'm just being sarcastic. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And it's under the guise of inclusivity and equality. And, and and all this weird all these weird words they use that are just nonsense um, so you know what I think most people are sick of it most people see right through it um, we just gotta live our lives if you're a woman you know be a woman be proud to be a woman and with all of your womanly qualities that you uh, personally have you know just enjoy it project it own it and, and uh, don't let people take that from you no same for the men it's okay it's okay to be men and women it's just the way everything's everything's always been and whatever um let's talk a little bit about what the heck's going on here we've got turkey had those massive earthquakes lots thousands of people dead uh port their their iskenderin port uh, was on fire after the earthquake. Buildings are just collapsing into their footprint and also falling over. So odd. Uh, who was it here saying they didn't really see a lot of shaking happening, but there sure was a lot of dis destruction. 
I agree on that. The timing here is crazy. Everybody's sending help, including Russia and the U.S. and others. So there's a lot of activity from a lot of countries helping, um, which makes me think I think there's a lot of opportunity there for agents and spies to be put into these countries as you know masked as help and that's just my conspiracy mind going on i think that there's like these criminal syndicates in the world i think they're global i think they're using these uh disasters to their benefit i'm just this is just me personally okay i don't have any evidence of that except what i saw in the movies it's hollywood's fault i don't know guys this is weird though we'll keep our eye hopefully everyone um, hopefully everybody that could be is rescued and things go well there, but but um, it's an interesting development happening. Uh, they're saying that there's a lot of pressure on um, the earth now and that other places could experience large earthquakes after these things happen. Um, so hopefully we don't see anything, but it's always just a matter of time before there's a volcanic eruption and an earthquake. Who knows? What else have we got? BLM co-founder blasts Biden. Politicians decided to abandon the movement. Newswars.com. Oh, so BLM. Let's see what they have to say. Always, always, always never. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, let's see what they said. Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors blasted President Joe Biden in an interview Sunday, suggesting that he is failing the movement. She also pressured Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, uh, Buttigieg, Buttigieg I don't know, the funder uh, to fund programs to remove law enforcement from traffic stops. They BLM wants Pete Buttigieg uh, to fund program programs to remove law enforcement from traffic stops. Oh, my God. So they want to defund the police. In an interview with The Guardian, Kohler's spoke in depth about the death of Tyree Nichols following a police brutality incident in the Memphis, with the Memphis police, as well as her cousin Keenan Anderson's death uh, this month after he was tased in a confrontation with Los Angeles, California police. Is that... The wow. Yeah, that didn't have a big backlash. I think that was... Uh, I'd have to look into that, actually. I don't know, but interesting. Quote, every year, families, community members, organizers have said this must stop and there's a different way to do this. And yet there has been deep cowardice from officials, Kohler's said, before taking a direct swipe at Biden. Um, it's truly a failure of leadership at the highest level all the way up to our president. This movement was able to get Joe Biden into office. And yet his first State of Union address he yelled, fund the police. It's a direct affront to the movement that called for the resources out of policing and into social services. Our elected officials have to decide to abandon a movement that could have saved the lives of people who have died. So what does she mean when she says this movement was able to get Joe Biden into office? So basically... BLM got him into office. It's because they helped cheat at all these elections in all these counties. That's what happened here, okay? BLM was a multifaceted, I would say, terrorist organization that helped steal the election, in my opinion. In my opinion, I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I'm just babble a babbling fool. 
but she said it. They helped get him elected. How did they help get him elected? There's not that many BLM people to really sway a vote, even probably 1%. Hmm. Unless they were cheating. Um, changing votes and this kind of thing. Anyway, uh, where am I going with this? She said that as well as... Uh, yeah, so in return of, hey, Joe Biden, we got you into office. We want to pull your strings. This is a quid pro quo. This is corruption. This is not good. This is not a good thing to have. Um, you know, BLM isn't the voice of everybody in the Republic. That's not how it works. It's not like, hey, we cheated for you and now you have to listen to us. No, they're not going to be your friend. Look, this is how crime works. People use each other. They backstab each other and they leave you in the, in the gutter. Sorry, BLM, you were used. You were used. They don't care about black lives. They don't care about anything. It's over. It's done. Joe Biden's not going to help anybody except himself. I'm sorry. He's a crook. He's a criminal. That's just how they operate. All right? That's the reality of the world. I'm sorry to tell you. All right. That's just my opinion, everybody. I don't know. We've got World War Three happening. Don't forget that. Um... Poland is ready to take part in creating a new world order against Russia, says the Polish Prime Minister uh, Morawiecki, Morawiecki, whatever. Uh, News Wars reported that. Wow, great, Poland. You're ready to take part in creating a new world order. Basically, he goes on. He's like, talking about the new world order. Either we're going to have a Western new world order or we're going to have a a Russian-Chinese new world order, and he's ready to be a part of the new world order of the globalists that we have over here in America and in Europe. So very interesting. This, I guess they're going with it, you guys. They're going with it, and they're all trying to rule the world. Poland is saying the quiet part out loud, just like everybody else. They're like... (laughs) They're they're openly Nazis. They want the new world order. They want people to eat bugs. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's out there. It's, it's really, really out there now. Russia's warning still of unpredictable escalation in Ukraine. This is in response to all the weapons and tanks that we're sending over there. They're just going to bomb the shit out of them as soon as they make landfall in Ukraine. That's what's going to happen. It's going to escalate. It's just a matter of time. Every single day, Russia's saying it. Stop, stop, stop. We keep just poking them. So we'll see. Uh, what a disaster. Iran reveals an underground Air Force base. This is totally random. I don't understand why they would do this. Why is this in the media? They're like, hey, we're not going to tell you where, but we have this wonderful underground Air Force base. It's like, why is this the narrative? Why is this in the news? This is very odd to me. RT.com reported this. Built in an unknown location, the Eagle 44 site can launch fighter jets and drones. The Iranian army unveiled a new underground airbase on Tuesday. Constructed in an undisclosed mountainous location, the base is impervious to bombing and can service fuel, arm, and launch fighter jets, bombers, and drones. It is not. Look, nothing is impervious to bombing, okay? That is a farce. Video footage from the Oquab 44 Eagle 44 facility uh, was shown on Iranian state media. The footage shows what appears to be an F-4 Phantom fighter bomber emerging from behind blast doors before taxiing through a wide tunnel and taking off from an external runway. 
The base is equipped with command posts, hangars, maintenance sites, fuel depots, and navigation equipment. Iran's IRNA news agency reported that the Iranian military has constructed several such sites across the country. IRNA, IRNA added, noting that while their locations remain secret, all are built under the mountains. Good for you. And here's their, uh, <laughs> they actually put this on their, their media. This is just, I suppose, propaganda. Look at what we got. And they posted video of this. Wow. Wow. Pretty fascinating. Wow. Sorry, this is foreign. They're talking about the capabilities of missiles to penetrate into these types of uh, facilities, I suppose. I thought it was just interesting that they're putting this out there. That's all. I don't know why. It's... I don't know. It's interesting, though. Let's talk about... Um, Pfizer and health and things. Uh, we've got a few health stories. We'll start here with Pfizer. Uh, didn't get a chance to cover this though, but Project Veritas has been covering this whole Pfizer fiasco uh, as it relates to fertility and uh, whistleblowers that are unknowingly whistleblowers from Pfizer. Um, in response to what Project Veritas has been doing, Pfizer admitted that Dr. Jordan Walker works at the company and warns staff to beware of Project Veritas. This is the guy um, who was tricked into dating a Project Veritas undercover reporter and disclosing information about Pfizer. Uh, people were wondering, does he work for Pfizer? Is this a setup? What the heck's going on? Apparently he does work for Pfizer, most likely, according to these documents. Now even more coming out. Pfizer, so funny. They put this document out internally telling people, you know, don't talk to anybody. Tell them to talk to our uh, public relations team or whatever they call it, etc., etc. Um, what else have we got? Um, you have Moderna CEO. Stephanie Bangsell admitting that the company produced 100,000 COVID-19 vaccine doses in 2019 before the pandemic started. Wow. And I'm going to go with uh, Stephanie Bangsell. Uh, let's talk about vaccine development because we've heard how it happened obviously with COVID-19 starting from 2022 and how extraordinary the process was also in terms of the speed. How is the development, adoption and scaling of vaccine going on when it comes for different variants and sub-variants? Because this is one of the big concerns as, we, as we're all here now and we're discussing, we, we understand the context and this is a great deal. Sure. Well, good morning and thank you for having me on the panel. Um, so the great news versus 2020, where we are today, is we have manufacturing capacity. As Seth knows, when the pandemic happened, Moderna had made 100,000 doses in 2019 for the whole year. And I remember walking after Davos into the office of my head of manufacturing, and I say, how we make a billion doses next year? And they look at me a bit funny, say, what? Uh, I say, yeah, we need to make a billion doses next year. There's going to be a pandemic. Um, 
minutes, and I'm gonna go with. Whoa! Of course, he knew there was gonna be a pandemic. That's how they operate. They created the pandemic, I believe. It appears so. Um, let me know how you guys are staying healthy. I'm looking forward to what we're doing here on the Redfield Project. We're going to be starting to do these Zooms, talking about preparation, prepping, um, different aspects of it. Um, I'm going to cover a lot. It's going to be a very, a very broad array of topics and discussions that we have with guests and all this stuff it'll be free if you're on the social red pill you'll be able to keep track of this and join us in these discussions um because we want to kind of shift our focus over to surviving in light of what is happening all around us every single day um this includes staying healthy um staying healthy staying fit eating right, moving around and exercising, right? I think that's probably at the top of the list of survival is staying healthy uh, and fit. Um, but there's a lot of other things as well that go with it, you know, prepping. Things along the prepping lane, you know, fresh water harvesting, fresh water systems, um survival tactics for water gathering and purification um, maybe cost effective ways to survive or prepare um, for those of us who are struggling to get by but want to prepare gardening um, just you know health supplements uh, health things all this stuff like I, we're going to be talking about all of it and we're working on uh getting this all together and we'll have more information coming out as the week goes on and i'm looking forward to it man it's going to be a lot of fun um kind of in this lane of things hundreds of food products are being recalled due to listeria concerns listeria hysteria MSN reported this, and thanks to the Red Pill Project family member who shared it. Hundreds of ready-to-eat food products have been recalled due to potential listeria contamination. The FDA announced Friday the Fresh Ideation Group, which is based in Baltimore, is recalling food products sold from January 24th through the 30th. Um, this is products under the Fresh Creative Cuisine label. The FDA also noted that the recalled products have a fresh through or sell date uh, from January 31st to Feb February 6th. Listeria is a bacteria that can cause serious illness, especially in young children, older adults, and those with weakened immune systems. Oh, gosh. Uh, more than 400 food products affected by this recall include sandwiches, salads, snacks, yogurt, and wraps that were sold in retail locations, vending machines, and by transportation providers. This is the problem with these already prepared foods, sandwiches, salads, snacks, and yogurts and wraps that they sell. These are like the uh, diet is such a hard thing because, you know, um, it's so hard to just, oh, I just, you know, to have fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, fresh meat, and to prepare it and actually eat super healthy. Um, 
is very difficult. So a lot of people are thinking like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store and pick up this wrap. It's less carbs and it has meat and all this. Look, these store prepared things, even like a, oh, my grocery store has a fresh uh, like salad bar market thing where you could get like salads and all this stuff. Look at the ingredients on that shit. It's not good, healthy food. None of it. Except, like, even, like, ugh, none of it's good. You could, like, look at the salad and seemingly healthy. Read the ingredients. There's, like, 30 ingredients, and it's just chemicals and nasty shit. Um, these pre-prepared foods, prepared foods, I guess pre-prepared is, you, you don't say that, but these prepared foods from these companies, like sandwiches and bags and all this crazy stuff, not good ingredients, not good food. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to stay away from that stuff the best I can, but, uh, we're working on it. You know, it's a, it's so hard to eat healthy and stay healthy in this world, but, uh, we got to try, we got to try, we got to stay informed and, uh, try to get in these good habits to, to survive, to live long lives, healthy lives and keep on pushing. After all, this is our world, and we could do that. We could live healthy lives and do whatever the hell we please, and that's that's our plan. That's what we're that's what we're going with. Um, I have a little bit more, but you know, I always do, and we have to move on with our days. Tonight we'll be live again at 5:30 p.m. Pacific time for the Daily Dose with Joshua Reed as he digs deep into the unfolding global conspiracy. We'll probably be talking about what Biden said uh, if the if the uh, transcripts are out by then. Um, and anything else that transpires from now until then, as well as the entire narrative of what the hell is going on. I hope I didn't trigger you guys too much. There's a lot of nonsense going on, but you know what? Don't let it get to you. That's what they want. They want to control our emotions. So, you know what? Just take a breath. Enjoy your damn day, regardless of what's going on over there or over there. Think about what's going on right here in your immediate vicinity. Enjoy your day, you know. Love your family. Love your friends. Have a good one. Uh, come over to the social red pill and say hello. Post a picture of, you know, the sunset tonight. I don't know. Enjoy your damn day. That's all I ask. Life's too short. We never know what the hell's going to happen in this crazy world. And, uh, you know, we got to take the time to just enjoy what we can when we can. Because let's face it, uh, this is a crazy, crazy day and age to be alive. Um, and we are here and alive with each other indeed. So, uh, you know, let's share that experience with each other. Uh, join the Social Red Pill. www.socialredpill.com, a private social network. Everybody's welcome. I don't care if you're liberal. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're black or white or whatever. Come hang out and say hello. Everybody's welcome. It's free to join. Socialredpill.com. You could keep up with everything, so everything Red Pill Project there. Uh, if you want to support the Red Pill Project in any way, shape, or form, or check out our sponsors and kind of do some of your own shopping while supporting us at the same time, there's some options. Check out the description or go to redpills.tv, R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S.tv. That is our website. You can check everything out there. And uh, subscribe there as well. Keep up with our, our emails that go out Monday through Friday and and uh, we can keep you informed on our shows, 
our things that we're hosting, like our Zooms, our survival Zooms, and I don't know what the heck we're going to call them, but we're looking uh, forward to that and those conversations. I really am looking forward to those conversations. Um, it's about that time of year. We're going to have to start planting our gardens soon. So we need to start talking about that. What the heck are you guys planting? Are you planting anything this month? Do you have a greenhouse? Are you starting your seedlings? What's going on? Because I'm starting a garden this year um, and I'm super excited. So I have um, big plans, you know, big plans. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I need to be talking to people who do know what they're doing so I could have success here. So it's really exciting, you guys. Um, let me know what the heck's going on. How are you surviving? I have a lot of projects in mind, a lot of things I want to get. I am i don't know what the heck my issue is, but I found a bunch of... Uh, I like to like go to yard sales and shop around, and I, I uh, always have survival in my head. Like, you know always thinking about health, always thinking about food and always thinking about water and protection and this kind of stuff. So when I go out and I'm always like also trying to save money because I want my dollar to go as far as I can and to be able to prepare as much as I can and all this kind of stuff. Right. So I'm like, I don't know what the hell my problem is, but one of the things I collect is, um, like ropes, different types of ropes, different lengths of ropes. I use them they're very useful. So I love to have a lot of rope, different size ropes, different materials, different lengths. And I found a lot of really <laughs> great ropes for really cheap prices. And it's like, I could use these for crabbing crab pots from the boat. I could use them to tie things together, amend things. Um, you know, ropes have so many uses. You could break them down into string. And so you could do so many things with ropes. Ropes are amazing. Um, so I just thought I would share that. I had a great run of various ropes and things. So it's pretty damn exciting. Uh, I want to know what the heck you guys are doing. Share it over on the social red pill. Join us when we have these survival discussions and stay tuned in to learn more about what that is. Go to the social red pill, ask questions. You can always reach out to Josh and I, if you want to participate in these kinds of things, if you're an expert in like outdoor survival or even bushcraft or whatever your shtick is, you are welcome to join us and join these conversations and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So you can reach out to us on the social red pill or just join us and, and uh, be a fly on the wall. Thank you to all the donations, grandma revolt, hillbilly jackal. I really appreciate that. You guys, without your support, I wouldn't be doing this. I would just, you know, I couldn't do it. So I appreciate that so much. Uh, you guys are the best. Um, well, that's all the time I have for today. You guys until tonight, with uh, when we're back with the Daily Dose and Joshua Reed. I look forward to it. Uh, everybody, take care. Thank you for tuning in. God bless and Godspeed. <laughs>